hi and welcome back to the Student Hacks podcast. Uh, today we're doing a little bit of a deeper dive on the topic of mental health. We've decided to dedicate a whole episode towards this, um, seeing as it's a topic that we feel really strongly about. Just as a disclaimer, though, um, of course, we are only speaking from our own personal experience. This is not professional advice. If you do require professional advice, we will link resources that you can refer to in the description of the podcast. Um, And if you're listening to this and you do need to talk to somebody, um, you know, there are life there. There's Lifeline, there's Beyond Blue, uh, both of which we will have the numbers for in the description of the podcast as well. So mental health check in. How are you all feeling this week? How has it been? I don't know. I think for me, I'm still so tired. I think this tube was non-existent. It was just like, I was just like blink. I was like, what is already gone? But I think, thank God, there's another long weekend, I guess, at the time <laughs> of recording. And then it would be great to just have, like, nothing on Monday because I hate the class on Monday. So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully my lecturers are not listening to this. <laughs> that is lucky for you. My Monday, I don't have class on Monday anyway. Um, oh. <laughs> what about you, Chrisma? How are you feeling? Um, yeah, the week after Stubak is always so stressful. Um, mm, so many assignments yeah. to complete. So I've been a little bit stressed, but yep, getting through it. Yeah, that's good. We got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we, we have this. Everything is fine. Everything is okay. We'll be Everything. fine. Everything is yeah. fine in a fire background. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I have been recovering from COVID. I unluckily caught COVID during Stuvac, but I oh, honestly no. think it was a blessing in disguise because I got to actually rest the whole mm. week i wouldn't have rested otherwise it is a sign from the universe <laughs> you need to take yeah. a break <laughs> exactly elsa just just lie down just go to bed yeah. <laughs> on the topic of of self-care i know we're back uh you know the first week back after stew back is a kick in the face we are created back with assessment due dates and it can be a lot of stress all around yeah do you take any preventative measures i guess to help ease these mental health stresses um i guess like for me it is like really difficult to have like it's very like difficult to use like preventive measures because like i think like i don't know about you know you guys but for me i never really knew i am like not okay until i am not okay (laughs) so like i guess in a way that's like um before i have a breakdown about things or life in general like but i would know in like 10 minutes before that (laughs) So that's not really, pre- like, there's no preventive measure that can be really yeah. done. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, if I want to book a booking with, like, the, the, the UTS, like, counseling services, it would take, like, four days at least, you know. So I guess, like, for me, preventive measures for mental health isn't really a thing. Um, yeah. I definitely, like, experience, like, really quick breathing here and there. Uh, mm-hmm. And I guess, like, when I do, I just kind of be like, okay, I can tell. I need help. And then I'm just like, and then <laughs> I guess I try to do like breathing exercise. I had to just like, you know, and mm-hmm. like have some water, you know, like do really calm my breath. And I think I find that really helpful on the spot. But no, yeah. to answer the questions, I don't really have any <laughs> preventive measures to help his mental health. Well, I, I feel like for me, a lot of the mental health slash like self-care advice that is perpetuated in the mainstream is very surface level. And mm-hmm. I, I know it's probably like well right. and good if you're reasonably well adjusted. But as someone with mental illness, 
Um, I can confidently say that, you know, drinking a cup of tea and like deep breathing is unlikely to solve my problems. That's, Mm -hmm. of course, like not to say you shouldn't do those things, like they're nice things to do. But personally, my preventative measures are regularly having scheduled professional help. I go to therapy Mm -hmm. weekly. Um, I think as well in the context of uni and education, being able to openly talk about your mental health with your friends around you and checking in with each other constantly is a really healthy thing to do. Um, And sometimes other people who know you can see and intervene before you even notice that anything is wrong. Yeah. Because it's Mm -hmm. so difficult, you know, to be able to self-identify and stop problematic behaviors related to stress on your own. But, you know, my friends will tell me to calm down and go to bed. And I will do the same for them when I observe that they could use it. Um, Yeah. So for me personally, my best preventers all come down to community and having a constant support system. But I Mm -hmm. recognize, of course, like not everyone has the same privilege and access. Yeah. So what about you, Chrisma? Um, So, yeah, like I've learned through time that the most important relationship in life is the one with ourselves. And it is Mm, essential to... Um, take care of your physical as well as your mental well-being um but like however like like panda mentioned i have a difficult time setting boundaries around mental health stresses until it becomes debilitating and um like you said elsa sometimes the only thing that helps is proper intervention and um that is true for me so Recently, I've started therapy and I'm working alongside my therapist to set those boundaries uh, before the stress becomes a barrier. Mm. And um, I will say that I am getting a little better at taking care of myself and letting go of the need to be productive or perfect. Um, So now, as soon as I start feeling the burnout of my stress, I stop what I'm doing and I go out for a walk. I take a walk around Darling Square because I live nearby and mm. get some fresh air to ease my anxiety a little bit. And I might even grab something to eat or take out when I feel low. And yeah, end my day by watching some episodes of Friends because it's always funny and reliable. Mm. <laughs> That's really good. I definitely can relate to having that like one comfort TV show. I feel mm-hmm. like everyone has that like one movie, one show that they'll watch and put on in the background and everything will be okay for a while. What is your show? Um, For me, it's Seinfeld. (laughs) (laughs) Or a Studio Ghibli movie. Depends on the mood. Depends on the mood. What about you, Panda? Mine's probably a bit weird. It's probably going to be Rick and Morty. (laughs) (laughs) That's not weird. (laughs) Are you sure? Do you guys have like really normal things? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's... Um, Obviously, like, you know, like, prevention measures sounds really good and definitely can be really effective because, you know, like, obviously it sounded like Else, I have a lot of experience in it, and you know, Chris might also like starting to have those regular, I guess, appointments. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess like it sounds like it's definitely helpful to to manage things before things get ahead, you know. But like for me, it's really not a thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess like um, I guess just like a question from here is just like, do you have any experience with the feelings of things getting out of control, and you're just like at a really bad place, and you and there's nothing before that like you're able to be like. I can lie, I can lean back on that. So what do you do when that happens? I put off asking for help for a really long time because I didn't want to, you know, bother anyone or be a burden. But really Mm -hmm. involving professional help in my own journey has changed my life. 
I think I mentioned in an earlier episode, I'm, you know, registered with the accessibility service because I have um, ADHD and it changed my uni experience for the better. I was struggling like so much for so long. Um, And I think having someone to advocate for you when you can't, it lifts this huge weight off your shoulders. Mm -hmm. And when I know like I'm on the verge of burnout, I'm going to have a mental breakdown. I tell my accessibility consultant and, you know, she helped me shuffle around my due dates. And then I immediately feel more equipped, you know, to Mm -hmm. continue working throughout the semester. And I think when I was younger as well, like I had this big ego almost like I thought if I asked for accommodations or help like I was losing in terms mm-hmm. of proving how yeah, capable I was to true. everyone that's true yeah and obviously like the older I get I don't care about proving anything to anyone um but I think the most cathartic piece of advice that I've come to keep with me is that you know mental illness or poor mental health in general none of that is your fault like Mm -hmm. it is becoming increasingly difficult to navigate the world as a young person and shitty things absolutely do happen and none of that is your fault you know people cope with things varyingly and you do not need to feel guilty for feeling overwhelmed and I think we're at the same time lucky to be part of a generation that is more open about mental health and Definitely. availability, Definitely. you know, to professional help is getting more accessible. There's just like this general consensus among us about the importance of mental health. So it's not, you know, a bad place to be. And as a student at UTS as well, of course, we have access to quite a lot of services. I use, utilize, you know, the counseling service and the psychology service um, and I can say as someone who has had a range of like good and bad experience with mental health practitioners outside, UTS does it very well. Like I have always felt safe. I've always felt well cared for here. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Like I actually started doing um, appointments with the UTS counseling and like Mm -hmm. I didn't, so I rescheduled because I'm like that really bad patience. Like when I'm not feeling it, I'm just not going to (laughs) go. And then, and then I, uh, and he emailed me. It was really nice. And then yeah. I, I didn't reply because yeah. I was like, I'm too. Oh, <laughs> no, I, now that I talk about it, I feel so bad. I should reply. <laughs> okay, thank you, Elsa. You made me a better person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're really good. They're really lovely. They're really lovely. Though. Yeah. Um, I guess like building on top of that. And then, like I said before, I always get professional help when everything feels mm-hmm. a bit too much. But for mm. me, it was never preventive in a way that's like, I don't do it regularly. I only do it when I'm like, ah, mm. shit. Mm-hmm. Things are going to go down, you know, that kind of vibe. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know that people often like uh, go recommend to go to friends and family. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, it doesn't really feel right to do that because mm-hmm. I, I feel like those feelings and those things can be such a huge burden on the people that I care about. And I feel like, you know, the ability to learn how to manage those emotions and thoughts aren't really easy. And when I share these with the people that I care about, I get worried how they process it. Because, like, my mom is, like, really cute, but sometimes she panics as well. And we just panic together, and it's not helpful, you know? So even though, like, they're your family and friends, but, you know, they may not be able to process those things healthily as well. So that's why I always look for professional help when I feel like I need to... Um, I guess other than that, I feel like uh, I find just crying really helps. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Just no, like, I agree. Yeah, does. no, no, no. Um, like, I personally find it really difficult to cry in front of others. Like, even though my partner, <laughs> I would be like, I cannot. 
Like when I cry, just I look at him and, and I'll <laughs> laugh, so I cannot properly cry. Um, so what helps is just like I'll cry alone, and it's not just like crying like with tears coming out, but also like literally yelling. Mm-hmm. Like really helps that kind of crying, just just like it let my frustration out, and just like yeah. And after I do all that, I'm like, oh, now all so much better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I very recently actually hit the point of like I cannot do this anymore, and Aww. I felt so betrayed by my own mind, and I felt so much shame, and yeah, and I'm I was so hesitant um, of seeking help. Um, I guess the stigma around mental health is so real. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it stems from my background, but. I was very hesitant. I was super hesitant. Um, Also, I grew up always thinking I could um, easily pursue help whenever I needed it. But convincing myself that I needed it was the hardest part. Mm. Yeah. So I literally had to watch multiple TED Talks surrounding (laughs) seeking help to finally book myself in for an appointment with the UTS Psychology Clinic. And kudos to the internet for persuading me to take care of myself. But yeah. And uh, like you mentioned, Panda, every therapy session I have had since, I've always cried. I didn't even know I had so much um, build up, so much trauma. And I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't even know that about myself. So I get to know myself every session, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, So I finally, like I mentioned, I finally began um, therapy and um, at that point, intervention was the only way I could get better. So yeah. I'm really happy that I um, took the decision and began um, therapy and counseling. Also, just a heads up that, like Elsa mentioned, UTS counseling is completely confidential. The counselors are all professionals in their field, and it is a very, very safe environment. Mm. And um, also, I know seeking help can be terrifying, but I can say from experience that once you take that initial step, the steps following become a tad bit easier. So yeah, yeah. I think on that note as well, with when I was first seeking help through UTS, I thought it's going to be this long, arduous process mm-hmm. to like arrange an appointment. I'm going to have to do lots of paperwork, nope. like everything in my head, like told me it was going to be a very difficult experience, but it's really not. If that is what is preventing you mm-hmm. from booking, you know, a first appointment, please like get that out of your mind. It like it's the easiest. They really make it as easy as Aww. possible for you to get the help you need. Yeah. It sounds like we all have experience with the UTS like counseling services. So, like do you guys want to share a bit more? So for example with Elsa, you know how you're like it's really easy? Like would yeah. you mind, I guess like I guess like give a bit more details on how it was the steps, how long did it took yeah. to book your first so... appointment and that kind of stuff. My I initially went through my accessibility consultant, actually. I didn't think to myself that I needed to see the counseling service, but I was talking, I was having a meeting with my accessibility consultant, um, and I was speaking a lot about COVID anxiety. That's something recently, of course, that I've been feeling. Um, And then my accessibility consultant was like, hey, you know, like, do you want to maybe see somebody about this? (laughs) Um, if it's affecting you so much. And I was like, you know, I haven't really thought about that before. Maybe that would be a good idea. So my consultant set me up with an appointment, but I've been, yeah, seeing um, 
the service regularly since then. So I was actually yeah. referred, I suppose. <laughs> oh, so that's really interesting because like my me, I was not referred because I have experience with like you know like booking appointments. So what I do is I just reach out, book an appointment. I just email them, and then they they send me a form. I have to fill in. It's basically like just some history and you know information. So、mm-hmm. the the person that's like you're seeing will will be able to help you with a bit more knowledge. And they yeah, can yeah, ask yeah. the right questions yeah, as well, yeah. and then it was really quick. It was, I think it took around two weeks to to I think one week,、um, but I do know from my from my first appointment. The first the first appointment was just like a thirty minutes get to know session. It's like、mm-hmm. just like talking through the form that you filled in. Um, and they would be like, "Oh, so this is our next appointment." So they also tell you they they really went through everything very thoroughly.、Mm-hmm. Like they would yeah, be like,、yeah. "This is how many sessions we can offer you for this price," and after that, it would be this price.、Um, I'm saying this price because I don't remember, and if I don't want to like be specific, but I like give you the wrong information. Um, but then they also tell you other alternatives as well within UTS that could be cheaper because you know obviously、mm-hmm. I feel like everyone really could use therapy, but it's just so expensive. Like if you're、yeah. not a student or if you're like if you don't have that healthcare coverage,、um, so like I think having those options provided by the psycho like by、uh, the person that I was seeing was really helpful to be like these are the things you can get help with and this is how much it costs is actually so important. Like I feel like yes, no, people、yeah. don't talk about that enough, but after you're not a student or like if you don't have the healthcare coverage, it's actually so expensive. Yeah. On that note as well, my. Psychologist who I was speaking to at the counseling service actually told me about the UTS psychology service.、Um, and for those who are wondering, it is really affordable. If you're a student, it's twelve dollars fifty cents per appointment. Yep. Yeah, yep. if I'm not mistaken, and you just pay online. It's、of、very course, easy.、Um, yeah, it's super easy. It's affordable.、Um, you will be seeing though, like a student. Uh, psych psychology student rather than、um, like somebody who has completed all of their like credentials, but they're still of course like supervised and you know the quality of service that you get is is good and proper. Yeah. But yeah, if you are looking for an affordable option, the psychology clinic is a really good choice. Um. So I have experience using both UDS counseling service and UDS psychology service、yeah. clinic. Um. So. Yeah, for my counseling service, I was also referred.、Um, my、um, I was doing this resident networking thingy, and um, my um, supervisor actually、um, referred me to the counselor because she thought I looked very stressed. That should have been a sign. That should have been a sign. So if you get referred by someone, it's much much quicker. I think I got a call the next day, and I was already booked in for counseling. So I did counseling for a while, and.、Um, I was not very regular with my counseling, so I, I thought、um, I could、um, have something more regular, and that is why I chose、um, to go forward with the psychology cl- clinic. And like Elsa mentioned, it's pretty affordable and very convenient. You just send them a message, and、um, they get back to you. And、um, it's usually a one-hour session. And、um, yep, it is a、um, student. Professional, but、um, she has a sup- he she has a supervisor. They have a supervisor, and、um, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good.、Uh, 
I've, I've been liking my experience. That's really good. I think, yeah, I think it's really good that we all have different experience in terms of like how to, I guess, like get help, especially with the UTS contracts, because I guess like we all provide different perspectives and our own experience into, you know, getting help, how do they feel, and like, I guess like financially is it affordable as well. Um, yeah, so we hope this episode really helps. You know, like we really want to make sure you feel okay. I must do that. You know, before all the other rush, if you have a lot of assignments, there will be a lot of assignments due in May. Um, <laughs> if you have a lot of exams, you have a lot to prepare for. So prepare yourself mentally as well for exams yeah. and assignments. And we hope you um, a very good week after Strubeck. I don't know, <laughs> two weeks after Strubeck. Yeah, take care of yourselves. We will be doing an episode next week, so we'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.